Hey sis, welcome to Her Podcast, where women like you are healing, elevating, and recharging as we go through this thing called life. I'm your host, Tashambi Vines, a life coach and motivational speaker for women. Please join me in this safe and unapologetic space as we talk about everything from healing from trauma to hitting that do not disturb on that ex who just won't go away. Today's episode is sure to inspire you, motivate you, and to give you a fresh perspective with a dose of reality and to help bring forth the strong woman you are that's been hiding on the inside. If you have a sis that's me moment or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave me a quick review in my DMs to let me know I'm on the right track. Oh yeah, your experiences and or thoughts could get a shout out in the next episode, so make sure you get those things in. Also, I release new episodes every Wednesday at 6 p.m. So be sure to subscribe and also follow me on Facebook at the Her Podcast Facebook page to access exclusive after show comments and words of wisdom on various topics. On this week's episode of the Her Podcast. Those events surrounding him traumatized me for years to come. It shaped my life through a painful perspective that spiraled me into a drinking habit and a promiscuous lifestyle. I wasn't looking for love as some girls have been or some girls do in these situations. I was looking for distractions. How many in this season is looking for distractions from their trauma, not realizing those distractions is keeping you from healing? Make sure you stay tapped in, sis. It's about to go down. Hey y'all, while y'all vibing, y'all make sure y'all go ahead and tap that subscribe button so we can go ahead and continue to get into this episode. In five, four, three, two, one. I never knew what love was or even how to show it for that matter. I was just doing what I saw others doing. The unfortunate thing as a kid, the things I saw on television and even in my own home wasn't healthy. So here I was kissing a boy at 15 like a grown woman because that's how it was supposed to be done. I mean, that's what they was doing. I eventually graduated to the big girl stuff and got myself in the eye of an individual who did see me as a little girl, but he wanted to treat me as a grown woman, unfortunately. Those events surrounding him traumatized me for years to come. And it shaped my life through a painful perspective that spiraled me into a drinking habit and a promiscuous lifestyle for years. I wasn't looking for love, as some would say about a woman, you know, and young girls who are currently exploring their sexuality in this way. But I definitely was trying to uh, look for peace and distractions. And, you know, I know that this uh, action and what people call nasty, trifling, or thoughtish, as they say, is not acceptable. And I'm not by no means condoning the behavior even though I participated in it when I was going through a lot of issues in my life in the past but we have to remember that it's not necessarily the act itself it's the motive behind the act that drives it which is very important and so like I said I was searching for distractions and peace from you know the emotional ticking time bomb that would explode one day in my mind I mean I didn't want to be me y'all I mean, seriously, I didn't want to be me, so I played the part of someone who looked like they didn't care, but deep down, I did care. Look, I was tired of feeling 
traumatized by all the experiences and the things that I have been through. And you know, so that made me not really want to accept who I was. So I took on a persona of somebody else who just didn't care. And I felt like that was a way of protecting myself. You know, I wanted to care. I wanted to be loved. Um, but then, the, you know, I felt like that had got me abused and trampled on by people who drew from my strength. You know how dudes out here will sleep with somebody or mess with a person that they probably normally wouldn't mess with or whatever the situation is, you know, the game popularity points, or, you know, around, you know, among they bros and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I had all of those type of experiences, you know what I'm saying? People really took advantage of me due to my weakness and vulnerability. And so, you know, I really couldn't blame them per se but i also took consideration that you know people will take advantage of what they can take advantage of when they can take advantage of it if you let them and so i share my story briefly because we have all been naked with the wrong person and it has caused us emotional duress and so you know a lot of times that's probably why we don't necessarily speak on it it's because you know what just to unearth these memories and these emotions and things of that nature causes us so much stress and so much emotional anguish sometimes that we just rather keep it buried. And so, sis, at the end of the day, you know, unspoken things that keep us caged up and going crazy. And so we have to, sometimes we have to literally go and dig deep because we can't no longer let this trauma and these memories and the things that happen fester and grow. And so in my life, it wasn't until two things happened to me that saved me. I had a really good best friend back in the day. Um, and I also had an encounter. And so I want to tell you about it really quick. Um, I had went to a women's group back in the day that my best friend at that time had invited me to. So listen, she had bugged me so much, y'all, back in the day to go to this um, women's group. And like she got on my nerves so bad, eventually I went this day. And so I sat in the bag with my hoodie on because y'all already know I probably was hungover and had no sleep because I was trying to be grown the night before. And so I just was trying to sit back there and observe and not necessarily be a part of what was going on. And so there was a point where there was, you know, a few moments of prayer and I literally just sat back there listening. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, now that I think about it, it was very therapeutic for me back then just to be in the midst of prayer and people, you know, talking to God and it, so it just made me really feel really good and so 20 minutes into the prayer I began to cry myself and just cry like really cry and release some things um and I at this point I really didn't care who was listening because that stuff had been pent up in me for I don't know how long and so before I knew it I had looked up and it was a gentleman who was coming towards me with some tissue and so he had gave me the tissue. He asked me, was I all right? And he also asked me, could he be a source of a support system for me during this time? And, you know, I know y'all thinking like, she gonna say no, nah, because she just told us that she'd been traumatized by, you know, grown men. And so honestly, I didn't say no. I know I surprised my own self in this moment, y'all. So I didn't say no. It's because everything about him, his eyes, his tone of voice, his whole disposition was so inviting to me. And I felt like I needed him in this moment. So I told him yes. And so before you know it, prayer was continuing. And I was just sitting there crying and just really, just really emotional. And all I remember was he said, I'm here for you, daughter. And I didn't even have time to react, y'all. All I remember is getting up off that floor, my best friend trying to help me get into a chair. And I'm sitting here having this crazy look on my face 
asking my best friend, where's that man at that had the tissue who helped me during my moment of emotionalness? That ain't a worry, y'all, but I'm using it. <laughs> my moment of, you know, of emotionalness. And so she started laughing, like, sis, you do know that this is a women's group and there's no men here. And I said, I know that, but I've seen a man. He can't listen. I got the tissue, you know what I'm saying? And so she like, look, sis, I really truly believe that you had an encounter with God. And that's, <laughs> that's what that is. You know what I'm saying? She's like, you know, I know that you haven't had um, that direct communication with God for so long. And she said, what happens is when you get into a presence like this, when you get into this atmosphere, God will meet you right where you are and give you exactly what you needed. And listen, no lies, y'all. I haven't looked back since. Like when I tell you that God has been my roly, he has been my best friend. He's been rocking with me to the wheels fall off since then. Listen, we've been out here linking up regularly. Okay. So, <laughs> And so I'm just thankful for that experience. I'm thankful for that best friend at that time because I truly don't know where I would be or have been um, if it wasn't for God placing her in my life to be able to continuously pull on me, continuously encourage me to uh, just be somewhere that I normally wouldn't have been at that time in my life. And so because of that, like I said, that whole encounter has transformed me. And every encounter I've had with God after that has definitely transformed my mind, my emotions, and how I operate. And so I am completely grateful for that. And so I just wanna give you guys a few statistics when it comes to women and trauma that you may or may not know. And so unfortunately, you know, trauma these days ain't really talked about. You know, especially in the black community, people ain't really trying to talk about trauma and the issues that they have. And if they do, they kind of scathe over it a little bit or they kind of joke about it. But like really being serious, like, OK, I'm dealing with these type of issues. Most people don't do that. And so it's crazy that in the black community that we don't talk about it. But then we also see the actions or the after effect of traumatized people. You know what I'm saying? You see the girl who's busting out the windows or you see people setting stuff on fire. That's all that stuff coming from unhealed places in their life, unhealed emotions and stuff like that. And so I know that we have all seen that at some point in our life where people are acting out because they're not healed and because they're constantly, you know, going through experiences that's traumatizing them. And so five out of every 10 women experience trauma at least once in their life, at least once. And one of the traumas that we as women face is PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, so let me make this very clear. You know what I'm saying? Anyone can be affected by this disorder, anyone, okay? And it ain't a result of weakness or, you know, genetically. Well, your genetics could kind of predispose you, you know, especially if you had a family history of uh, worrying and stress and not being able to handle yourself emotionally. It could technically predispose you to this disorder. Um, so here's a few facts about PTSD we need to know as women. You know, women are more likely to be neglected or abused in childhood. And we're also more likely to experience domestic violence or have a loved one suddenly die. And so about 8 million adults, 8 million y'all, have PTSD during a given year. So if you really calculate that up, 8 million adults, imagine how many women that is per year who have PTSD throughout the year. And listen, this is a startling fact to me. Only a small portion of those 8 million adults have actually gone through trauma. And we're talking about the trauma that they actually label trauma like a death or abuse or kidnapping and all that other stuff that they put in there. And so 
they put it in that category, but think about it. There's a lot of things that we go through daily that is not um, labeled as trauma, but it is trauma because it, it affects our emotions and our, our personalities and these things like that, especially if we experience it more than once, okay? And so about 10%, which is 10 out of every 100 women will develop PTSD compared to four out of every 100 men. And so this just lets me know that as women, we have to be more proactive when it comes to healing our emotions and really addressing the things that's bothering us deep down on the inside. So there are three types of trauma that I want to discuss really quick, which are um, acute, chronic, and complex trauma. And so acute trauma is the result of a single event, such as an accident, assault, or a natural disaster, for example. Now, this type of trauma is extreme enough to threaten your emotional or physical security, which creates a lasting impression in your mind. And so chronic trauma is when these experiences have repeatedly happened. You will see most of these experiences in domestic violence situations like bullying when it comes to kids at school. They're constantly being repeatedly bullied, things of that nature. And lastly, complex trauma is the worst kind of trauma. I feel like that's where PTSD kind of jumps in there because this varies between experiences and events and so this nasty level of trauma usually shows up in repeated family drama repeated situations that you've been through um like i said bullying childhood abuse neglect on any levels um and so i'm gonna take you back for a second in one of my life experiences y'all and <laughs> i'm laughing because now that i'm thinking about it like i was just reckless when i was younger y'all i really was so as a woman now, I'm constantly trying to rediscover myself, you know what I'm saying? My potential, my um, my identity and who I am. And so I've noticed, you know, in the last few years, I would get into relationships and we would be, you know, doing the whole, what's your favorite color combo and let me cook for you one day invitations. And so my crazy self would let my guards fall. And I'm thinking about that one day thing. You know, one day we're going to do this. And one day we're going to do that, you know, in our relationship. And so I know when I start having these conversations with myself, I already know that I didn't glide it past all the red flags. I didn't glide it past all the stuff I should have been paying attention to. And I done settled down in this relationship and became comfy and vibing y'all i didn't already gave him the boo title i'm already telling my homegirl he my love and all that stuff y'all <laughs> and so then boom y'all reality will come knocking girl listen and either he's cheating or he's disrespecting me somehow and i'm looking like boo boo the fool as my mom would say now y'all know who boo boo the fool is boo boo the fool is somebody you didn't want to be you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we never really clearly found out who he actually was or she was actually was but it's just somebody we didn't want to be so in this moment i was boo the fool i didn't want to be that person because now i just sat up here and got in this situation that i really didn't address or look at or really evaluate because of my whole perspective at that time and so now i'm suddenly traumatized with the who the how and the when and the why y'all and my emotions were now publicly bleeding and raw like says look i know first and foremost with me when my emotions get to that point i mean it's a wrap y'all like a wrap i shut down completely like you can't talk to me i don't want to talk to you i don't even want to look at you like for real and so i know some of y'all can relate to this but i think in these moments y'all we forget the lasting invisible impact that has 
happened on the inside in our mind and in our emotions that starting to show up in our actions eventually now i've had numerous relationships where i've subjected myself to every era of trauma in one relationship alone because i was trying to find me in them you know i was trying to find the things that only god has for me in them i was trying to find the things only a long time in self-discovery could give me but nope, I was busy trying to find safe and security in those who didn't even know that word existed, much less how to show it. Now, you would think that after the third time I didn't got into with this man or something didn't happen while I'm crying late at night because of something he didn't did or something somebody else didn't did with him, <laughs> that I would be embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? That I would have left alone him, the situation, and everything that came along with it. But no, I just picked up an addiction. I picked up habits. I picked up all types of stuff because I feel like this was going to work. You know, I feel like it was going to solve the situation. And in reality, it didn't. It made it worse. I'm talking about it made it worse. And by being in denial, I became the offender. I became the person who wounded me. I became the person who disrespected me. I became the person who devalued myself. You know what I'm saying? And I became the person who invaded the soft innocent place of you know my emotions and robbed my own self blind to keep someone with no self of value no sense of value excuse me um to keep me happy and like how do you look yourself in the mirror and say listen sis <laughs> you are traumatizing your own self like how do you do that you know what i'm saying and at this point i began to experience panic attacks irritation with myself and anyone who came near me like i was out here on 10 y'all I was barely sleeping. My hair was falling out. I was snappy and disconnected from my life. I was definitely disconnected from God at that time. I didn't want to talk to God because see, God knew the truth. I knew the truth too, but I didn't want him to tell me the truth. So I stopped talking to him. I mean, let's be real here. I know I ain't the only one who didn't have this experience. And so I had to face the reality that I traded my freedom for bondage to things, people, and places, sis things people and places i traded my my freedom y'all for these things it's so hard to understand now that i'm healed and i'm looking back on it but i was steadily trying to live life through trauma filled eyes as if what's happening to us currently what we're experiencing is how it's meant to be for us and we think just because we can't physically see it and others can't see it physically long after it has expired the situation is over that it no longer affects us that it no longer has to corrupt our perspective that's lie says we can feel it we can sleep with it we eat with it it talks to us we talk back to it it hinders us and at times we grow with it or try to grow with it or it stops us from growing. And I'm here to tell you that anything hidden has power and authority that it should not have. And so the reason why it has a power and authority that it shouldn't have is because we haven't addressed it. So we have given it the ability to grow and, and collect things in our life and cause issues and things of that nature. And so it's not until it rears its ugly head that we now find ourselves at war with situations that could have been resolved when it was a small little enemy in our life but now it's a big thing now we're becoming overpowered and possibly defeated by it and sis listen that's not what we're gonna do in this season <laughs> that's not what we're gonna do we're not gonna be overpowered or defeated by things that have expired that have no authority no longer and we're gonna take control today we're gonna take control of these situations okay 
trauma reroutes our mindsets and it sets up shop and how we should normally respond. For those of you who have been physically abused, such as myself, your body remembers the trauma even when you have pushed it to the back of your mind or some of y'all was able to push it out of your mind by placing something um, in this place like an addiction or a person or a relationship. And so during traumatic moments, your mind shuts down and goes into protection mode. And so this is what some people will call um, autopilot, where you are not operating mentally. You're not feeling anything, but your body is operating. And so I know that some of you guys are probably currently on that right now on autopilot. Like, listen, I'm just trying to get through the day. I really don't want to feel nothing. I really don't want to have no deep conversations. I really don't want to vibe with nobody. I don't want nobody getting close to me because if they do, they're going to find out that I'm unhealed, that I'm crying all the time i'm depressed i'm anxious whatever so i'm just gonna put myself on autopilot and i'm gonna just do me and honestly i did that when my mom died i put myself on autopilot like literally for almost two years like i smiled you know what i'm saying on cue i laughed on cue i literally i had it down packed but emotionally i was on autopilot i didn't feel anything you know what I'm saying? And that's a dangerous place to be in because you're not really um, accepting what's going on. You're not really giving yourself permission to process what you're dealing with. And so when those things really do uh, begin to build up and you really release yourself from that autopilot um, mode, then that's when everything comes crashing down and now you feel like you're overwhelmed and you can't handle it. And I had that experience um, actually when I came from being on autopilot and you know, I know for some people, autopilot is an automatic mechanism. It's like a protection mode, you know, for them, they just automatically just shift into that gear. And so it's imperative that we recognize when we go into this mode and then we try to combat that with uh, different coping mechanisms instead of just curling up into a ball and just waiting for things to pass, you know, and go on. And so we have to understand that in life lessons that there are truths that we have to face. And I want to say that for those who refuse to face what led them in these moments, do it with God. Allow God to assist you in these areas. And so you won't be able to fall into the arms of an enabler or a healer, as I like to call them. <laughs> these people are currently operating like you are emotionally or they feed off your wounds. So you already seen somebody, you've been in a relationship and they just feel like they have to save you from everything. It's their job. They get like they really get... Um, excitement you know low-key excitement of helping you and being there and catching you when you fall yeah that's what i'm talking about and so you begin to feel like okay this person can heal me this person can take everything away this person makes me feel whole and i mean i think their actions may lead you to believe that but in reality the only person who can you know heal you is god now yes we have to partner with god in the healing process but ultimately it is god's job to heal us and not nobody else's and so what we don't realize is when these individuals leave our life they leave or something happens then all that stuff comes tumbling back and like oh my goodness i'm still feeling broken depressed anxious and whatever else i was feeling before then so it's it's imperative that we don't get ourselves into that dysfunctional cycle of thinking that if we have people around us or people um are there to heal us because they're not god is there to heal us it is our job and our priority to partner with him in in the healing process in order to experience it at the level and um that god has set forth 
for us. You know, if you continue to use people to heal you, they you would never be healed. You'll never be healed. And so I just want to say for individuals who um, have a hard time struggling with this is people who say they can heal you or make sure they, you know, make you feel like they can heal you or whatever. They're nothing but a distraction to what is currently going on with you emotionally. They're nothing but a delay to the healing that you already need to address, the healing that you've been praying about, the healing that you've been crying about. They're just delaying it because they're got your mindset, your emotions distracted from what you really should be processing, what you sh really should be feeling in the moment. So don't let nobody tell you that they can heal you because they can't. Because nine times out of 10, they got unhealed trauma. They got unhealed issues. They dealing with stuff. They running from stuff and they run into your arms. You run into their arms. Now you got two unhealed people who think they can heal each other. And y'all wondering why your relationship is literally toxic. Okay. We ain't gonna talk about that though. All right. So <laughs> trauma also reroutes our senses. And every time you believe you're going to experience it or something reminds you of what happened, your palms get sweaty. Girl, listen, I just had panic attacks so bad. My palms would get sweaty. My heart would be racing, dizziness, feeling hot and flushed. Great in the summertime. But you know what? I would feel like it's 80 some degrees outside with my anxiety. And I feel like I'm about to go through a certain situation that I know for a fact I'm not healed from. I get to feel in all types of ways. And so that's what trauma does. It leaves us feeling some type of way. And so a lot of you probably deal with high blood pressure problems. And so you like, okay, I wouldn't have high blood pressure problems if it wasn't for this person or these people getting on my nerves or my job getting on my nerves. Yeah, they probably contributing to it. But nine times a 10, your blood pressure is high is because you got things within you emotionally that's keeping it elevated you got a healing problem sis okay you're not able to be intimate with other people and have a proper health healthy relationship with others you can't communicate right you know right you can't um identify how people really care for you and love you it's because you have a healing problem you have the residue of your trauma standing in your way of recognizing that this is healthy and that you need to accept it okay so I'm just let that marinate just for a second. <laughs> so we gonna find out what God says about what we're going through currently in this season. And so I got some affirmations that uh, we're gonna go over really quick. I got two of them. And then I also have God's promises, his word. Of course, his word is true. And so I'm definitely gonna follow that up with God's word and we're gonna see what he's gonna say. And so again, when it comes to these affirmations, repeat them as much as you need to. Repeat God's word over your life and I guarantee you, you will start to see a change, okay? And so the first affirmation is... Everything I'm going through is making me stronger, wiser, and more compassionate person. Okay, let's say that again. Everything I'm going through is making me a stronger, wiser, and more compassionate person. Sis, in Galatians 6 and 9, reminds us to not to become weary in doing good. And for at a proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. When we are facing the odas, we have a sense of vulnerability and that fear rises up. And I know it's so crazy. And I asked myself this one time when I was going through some, some situations, how I was fearful and feeling vulnerable with a situation that I was very familiar with. Like I already knew the details, I already knew how it went down. And so I think it was because the new version of me that I was becoming, I wasn't sure that it could overpower the old me who have defeated me in so many areas of my life 
you know, so many areas that it had me bound up. I wasn't sure that my new me that I was building was able to overpower that. And so it caused me to have fear. It caused me to feel some type of way. But I'm going to hit you with another promise that's going to help you and me in this area. That's Philippians 4 and 13, where Christ says flatly to us, y'all, that we can do all things in him who strengthens us. And Christ said all things, not some, not a tiny bit, not a little bit. So we're going to go ahead right now in this moment and we're going to cancel the notion of that we can't, won't, or will not in our spirit when it comes to things that we need to defeat or face in this season, okay? The second affirmation is I acknowledge my unresolved feelings and with patience and self-reflection, I give myself permission to heal. We're going to receive, we're going to re- repeat that again, sis. I acknowledge my unresolved feelings with patience and self-reflection, and I give myself permission to heal. Now, in the Bible also gives us an invitation in Matthew 11 and 28 to come before him with our burdens. Now, sis, that's a burdens with an S, okay? That means everything you're carrying, the stress, the thoughts, the addictions, the secrets, and the abuse, all that, sis. All that, sis. Take that to him. All of that. <laughs> the thoughts, the addictions, the abuse, all of that, sis. I just want to keep saying that. Everything that you're feeling, take that all to him, okay? Because one thing about an invitation, they have to be accepted. So ask yourself in this moment, have you or are you willing to accept the invitation to walk up to God and give him the things that you keep binding you up that you keep allowing to bind you up or maybe you're not allowing yourself to bind you up but you you know you know it's there you just don't know how to defeat it are you willing to go up to god and give that to him and trust him that he has it under control and that he's not gonna ask you to fix it he ain't gonna ask you how to fix it he gonna go fix it how he he know it needs to be fixed can you trust god to do that are you willing to go to god and say listen i'm gonna get this to you i'm not even gonna ask how it's gonna play out I'm just going to trust that you got my best interest at heart. I know you got my best interest at heart because your word says that that you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So make sure that you repeat God's promises and these affirmations as much as you need to during um, your day, throughout your day, throughout your week or whatever. So I'm going to really quick give you some tips on healing. Now, with these tips, it's some things we really need to cancel because there's a lot of times that we have things in our mind and our perspective that literally cancels out the healing that we can experience from God. And so like, for example, the thought that you moved on emotionally also means that you moved on chronologically, spiritually, or environmentally. And so listen, that's not always true. And so most times we stuff our emotions and hide out. Now y'all like me, I be hiding out regularly. Y'all. I ain't even about the front. Cause sometimes when I'm going through a lot of emotional stuff and I'm just feeling it really intensely, I will hide out y'all. I would disappear. I'm a, I'm really a talkative person, but y'all know when I disappear, they like, okay, yeah, she going through something something is going on she's going through something so i gotta allow god to help me with that because that's gonna delay my my healing especially if it's not god calling me to really separate myself i'm calling myself to separate myself so there's something different and so you know just because i put other things in place of what i'm supposed to be healing from doesn't mean that that's gonna really cause my healing to speed up or you know cause me to not have to heal you know what i'm saying that don't mean that either so you know when you're going through your process of healing make sure that you're doing it god's way and make sure that you're healing in all areas that he has called you to heal in when it comes to those situations 
another thing replaying old events and experiences um like they just happen listen that goes for emotional mental and physically things that you have experienced every time you replay that trauma you keep yourself bound up and entangled which will bring stagnation and a lot of mental duress to you okay and so a lot of times people feel like they about to blow emotionally it's because they have so much pressure they put themselves under when they're like um replaying these old memories it's almost like watching a scary movie that scared you when you was a kid every single night eventually you're gonna be traumatized you're gonna be scared to go to sleep you know what i'm saying you're gonna be scared to do anything eventually you're gonna become paranoid you're gonna start looking like okay i think i seen freddy cougar you know what i'm saying i used to hate that movie when i was a kid y'all oh my goodness i used to hate that movie i can't even believe i brought that up y'all y'all excuse me <laughs> um so again make sure that you know what i'm saying you're you're constantly processing things in your mind now also all the people that you have in your life that you got on life support y'all gotta cut that you gotta pull that plug you gotta pull the plug this season because a lot of times people are literally surviving off the fact that you keep living with your trauma people like that they hear your drama they like when you stressed out they like when you ain't happy they like when you not flourishing there is literally people out here who are just like that do not add fuel to that fire get yourself healed whole set free and deliver in any way that you can in the way that god sees fit for your specific situation okay like i said pull that plug on them sis okay anything anyone who will continue to reinforce your pain and what comes along with it has to go now look this is my disclaimer y'all can tell them that i said it you do not have to give a full 30 page paper of explanations of why you decided that stress trauma irritation all of that stuff that comes with certain people that you know you shouldn't be dealing with no more you don't have to give them that type of explanation you don't have to because at the end of the day some people know why they should have been cut off why they being cut off why they shouldn't be allowed to um be talked to or be in benefit from anything that you're offering it's because they know they're not already messed up they just waiting for you to cut them off okay also get you an accountability partner and now also hold yourself accountable as well because during this process of healing with god you have to not only partner with him but you have to partner with yourself and a lot of times we kind of forget that if we partner with god that we're all good but ultimately there's work we need to do outside of what god is telling us to do he might be like okay i'm gonna do this part you do that part but if you're not partnering with yourself then when god does his part now your your part is delayed because you're not keeping up your end of the bargain so make sure that you're partnering with yourself make sure you partner with god and make sure you get you like a a good best friend who's either already healed i would i would say already healed in this area to help you through this process as well okay and so like i said it's gonna take it's gonna take your desire like your full-fledged desire to keep you motivated in this change process that you're trying to do in this season to keep you from going back to things that has broken you or is breaking you currently okay and just know sis <laughs> silence is a virtue i know y'all heard that before it really is so in this season keep it quiet and keep it cute sis that's it keep it quiet keep it cute because some things are supposed to literally stay between just you and god i mean literally sometimes and i know i've been this way when you're going through things you want to literally talk to people and tell them and and tell 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 but a lot of times we get to speaking things into our life that negates our healing that could happen is because we're speaking opposite of what god has already said that can happen in our life and so we need to go to christ first we need to go to him first and say okay lord i got these petitions i got these complaints i need you to help me and so god's word is gonna come and help you 
you know, address these things and, and address them in a healthy way. So therefore you won't be negating your healing and think that you can be experiencing in this season. Okay. And so just make sure you keep that in mind. Um, a lot of delayed healing that we experience comes from unauthorized relationships and opinions that we uh, constantly throw in the mix when we're dealing with things and when God is dealing with us, okay? And so we have a habit of allowing these people to hold weight in areas that only God's wisdom, advisement, and presence should be. And we got to be careful of that. The unwillingness to be set free is another hindrance to our healing. And so you can't grow and you can't find out what God has placed on inside of you in these moments, you know, how to grow your character and how to grow who you really are. If you keep throwing people in the mix that shouldn't be there, if you keep throwing people in the mix who don't want to grow, if you keep throwing people in the mix who don't want you to grow, you keep throwing people in the mix who keep hurting you and wounding you. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta know that everybody can't go when it comes to this healing process. Everybody can't be there. Okay, and so start saying yes to things and situations that will prepare you into the greatest you and not to the worst you. So sometimes, I, I know, listen, you got people around you you used to and they just really bring the ugliness out of you. Start getting yourself around people who really bring out the best in you, who makes you feel good, who makes you smile genuinely. You ain't smiling because you don't want to be angry or you don't want to look angry. I know I used to do that bad. Like I'll smile and I'll really be having that look like I really don't want to smile. Like they really getting on my nerves. But that's my struggle, y'all. <laughs> and so, like I said, start saying yes to the things that's going to make you better. And sometimes it's hard to see yourself in another light. I get it. And a positive light at that, you know, especially when you've done some things, you experienced some things that you're really not proud of. But just keep in mind that you have a lot to gain by, by pressing in and applying pressure in this season of your life. Okay. So whatever happens, whatever you've been through, just know. I'm going to leave you with this. Just know that God is always there. God has always been there. You've never been alone. And so I pray during this next seven days, this challenge that I'm going to let you know about at the end of this episode, that you really partner with God and you allow him to expose and also heal areas of your life that you uh, have been afraid to touch or to look at or to even talk about. And so God is ready. And I encourage you, that you give permission to God in this season to do what only he can do. What's up, everybody? Thank you for choosing the Her Podcast once again. And I really enjoyed um, just rocking with you throughout this episode. I really hope that you learned something. Make sure you guys are hitting up my DMs on Instagram. If you don't know my handle on Instagram, it is the Her Podcast on Instagram. That's my account. You guys go over there and make sure that you follow me. Make sure you leave me some um, questions in my DMs, some comments or whatever. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, some of the things will uh, definitely be talked about throughout the episodes or you might get a shout out especially if it's a good question or a good comment um definitely don't be afraid to leave those things um in my inbox and like i said i know a lot of times we don't talk about trauma but it's definitely some things that needs to be talked about some things that need to be addressed because god is calling us to be whole and set free in this season and so you know his word says that we are called to live an abundant life and we can't you know live an abundant life if we're weighed down and we wore out about you know with the things that we shouldn't even be carrying in the first place and so i like i said i'm just glad that you guys rocked out this episode with me so on to the uh seven day challenge that i'm talking about it is called the uh 
pause effect challenge. I almost lost my thought, y'all, girl. Y'all don't pay me no math. <laughs> but it's called the seven day pause effect challenge. And you guys, when you go over to the Her Podcast on the Instagram account, you can find that post that gives you the full details of the seven day challenge. And I am super, 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 super geeked, super geeked about doing this challenge with you and a hundred other, other women who's going to be doing this for the next seven days. And we're going to be pausing and we're going to be sitting here having good time with God in the in his presence and learning more about ourselves and learning more about him. So I encourage you to go ahead and go over there, make sure you get that information. And when you get that information, make sure that you follow the instructions on the post where it says um, to comment in the comments that I'm all in to let me know that you're all in on this challenge. There would definitely be some um, things that's going to be going up each day. That's going to encourage you to stay focused during the seven day challenge. So again, I hope you guys stay blessed and I will talk to you guys next week. All right, y'all.